What's going on, everybody? Today, we're going to be doing something different. We're going to be revisiting an episode that we recorded last year, episode number 46, Do Black Coaches Get a Fair Shot in the NBA? Yes, we do know that answer, but we thought it was important to shed new light on the subject. Because of what we're going through in this world right now, we thought it was important to bring this topic back up and put it out there because oftentimes this subject is not talked about enough in sports. So, We took it upon ourselves to shed light on it because it's important to us and it needs to be talked about and addressed. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode, and we'll see you on the next one. You're now tuned into the Hardwood Brand Podcast with your favorite guys, Dorian and Kyle. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Hardwood Brand Podcast. It's your favorite guys, Kyle and Dorian. If this is your first time listening, welcome and thanks for checking us out. To our regular listeners, welcome back and thanks for rolling with us. On this podcast, we discuss basketball-related topics and we hope you find our conversations entertaining and educational. If you do, go back to our previous podcast and check them out. And with that said, let's sub ourselves in the game and get this ball moving. What's up, everybody? It's your main man, D. Hill, a.k.a. Temporary D. Hilly. We back in the building. I got my main man with me. What up? Your, your favorite guy in the building, of course, old man Ross. Air Maxes and sweatsuits, of course. I see how you got that little temporary, a.k.a. I like that, my brother. Yeah, man, it's just temporary TBA. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, too, because we know you're going to get some gift cards. The holiday season is right around the corner, so I'm expecting you to get at least 10 to 15, which is ridiculous. I appreciate that, man. Don't appreciate it from me because you're not getting one from me. Anyway, what's up, man? <laughs> what's going on this week? Just to get into um, our subject for this week's uh, episode, it's now if, let's say, uh, Luke Walton was a brother, mm-hmm. um, would he have already been fired? Yes. It's he wouldn't sat- even made it this season. Right. There is a trend um, in the NBA that, the black coaches oftentimes don't get fair shots. It's sad to say, I mean, because the league is damn near 75% African-American and there's only like 10 to 20% coaching. There's like six coaches now. Um, My math is awful right there, but there's only six, six brothers coaching in the NBA right now and there's 30 teams in the NBA. Something that's not right. It's not right. And you just asked what Luke Walton, if he was a brother, is a prime example. It would have been Byron Scott, and they let him go. So exactly. there's, your, there's your there's your example. I mean, before that, my, if I'm not mistaken, Mike Brown was in that position. They had, they had somebody before that. but Yeah. And it's not to say that these co- – like, because Byron Scott and Luke Walton, to me, there's not a significant difference in coaching style. Like maybe you, maybe you don't have the respect of players in the locker room. That's where a lot of it comes. These players don't respect you. You don't have uh, everyone's attention maybe, but mm-hmm. Byron Scott seems like a pretty stand-up guy. I don't understand how he got fired so early. They didn't even give him a shot. I just yeah. I, I have to question how fair it is, you know? Exactly. I, I, I totally feel you on that. I just feel like, you know, like we talked about a million times off off the podcast that a lot of the times the, the, the black guys 
that get the opportunity to coach, they're thrown into terrible situations. Terrible. Byron Scott, for example, was thrown into two terrible situations. He was thrown into a terrible situation in Cleveland. He was thrown into a terrible situation with the Lakers, and now he's out of a job. Right. That happens all the time. Like, you have mm-hmm. Jason Kidd. He got thrown into a situation that, with the Bucks where – they had Antetokounmpo, but he's not playing at the level he's playing at now, and they didn't really right. have any pieces around him. And Jason Kidd kind of built them up a little bit, but I guess it wasn't fast enough for them, so they let him go. It, it, it's and which just is unfair. A, yeah, it's just yeah. like a pattern that we see, but there's all these these uh, white coaches that, that get an opportunity, like, like Terry Stotts. Like, yeah, they keep going to the playoffs, and yeah – they win games during the regular season, but isn't the point of playing in the NBA to get to advance each year to get better as a team? Yeah, and to win the championship. Exactly. Yep. And, and like we said before, Portland has only made it to the playoffs and won maybe gotten to the first and second round, and that's it. That's their that's ceiling. About that's about it. And also, you mentioned Jason Kidd, and also these coaches, if you have injuries, Jabari Parker's been inconsistent for the right. last couple of years. You had Bledsoe that went down. You had Malcolm Brogdon that had gotten hurt. If you don't have your full roster, what do you expect these coaches to do? They're not exactly. suit suit. They're not suiting up to play. You you're bringing in sometime rookies or two year guards or whoever to fill these superstar positions. They got to work with what they get with, work with what they have. So I I feel like. Jason Kidd got an unfair shot. And to piggyback off Byron Scott, he got let go after he took a Nets team years ago to the championship back-to-back. Exactly. But people forget that, though. People quickly forget. I just – it seems very unfair. That's all we want to say, that it it, it doesn't seem fair. You have coaches – you mentioned Terry and other coaches that have been there for a long period of time, and they kind of let them figure it out. And then maybe they let them go or they go to another team. And I'm like, well, what about Avery Johnson? And, you know, I know we'll have a list of black coaches, but I just it's very unfair to me, man. I just I get upset, especially with the Golden State thing. And oh, yeah, that that really was, irked me. That really you know, irked me a lot. You know, so, But right. another point to bring up, too, is um, I was doing some just some research and last year. Four of the six black coaches made it to the playoffs. That's saying something. You give these guys that are oftentimes grew up in basketball, played basketball, were assistant coaches, they know the game. If you give them opportunity and a roster to work with, not some thrown-together team, they can do the job as efficiently as these other coaches that are out there. Like you see that time in and time out, but we just don't get a chance to to develop a team and develop a style and create a culture within that team because by the time you start doing that, then they're like, oh, you know what? You're not winning, so we're going to let you go. We're going to give it to the, the interim uh, or the assistant coach, which is also oftentimes some hotshot white guy, yeah. like, like and- in Toronto. Not to take anything yeah. away from dude. I forgot his name, but it seemed like they were itching to let let uh, Dwayne Casey go and to give it off to uh, the guy, the second in command, who happens to be a white guy. And we we touch on this because, like Dorian said, 
it's not to pull a race card. It's just for us. We want to understand it. It doesn't seem fair. Like if you right. give a guy opportunity, you should at least. And this is every coach. This is not just black, white, yeah, Latino. It. You should give them a few years. That should be the like. You can't. You shouldn't be able to fire somebody after six games. Like that. W- what's going on? Like give somebody three, four years. Allow them time to build these players. Your draft picks. If you have a superstar. And then see what's going on. I could see if you're not winning at all, but if you're just going to start firing people for no for six seven games, that means Hoiberg should have been fired after last night's after the after they played oh, yeah. Golden State, and you let somebody score ninety two points in the NBA game. If you just are going to start firing people, you need to be fired. Period. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with period. that. Period. I mean, that's because oh, because you obviously not go, you're not going to get rid of the players. So you got to point the finger, and it's the coach. So be fair. Hoyberg should be out of there. Bring in the assistant coach or whoever. If you going, or if you're going to make a, a statement like that, and I just I, I I feel you all the way. Like it's just unfair to the brothers because Dwayne Casey to be replaced after he got coach of the year is mind boggling to me. It's not. It's not him out there. It's no. It's Kyle not. Lowry and Demar Derozan. Yep. <laughs> Period. Yep. <laughs> And, and they got mad at him last year for benching DeMar DeRozan. But for someone that's not performing, what do you want him to do? DeMar DeRozan, he couldn't throw a rock in the river. And exactly. he benched him. And they actually won that game that he didn't play. So everybody's like, well, what about DeMar? Just because you're the superstar don't mean you got to play. If you're not performing, you sit your ass on the bench. Exactly. So, I don't exactly. Know, I don't know. It's just... It's very it, unfair. It is. And and I wanted to give a, another uh, statistic. It's about mm-hmm. the downward trend that the NBA is going on as far as hiring black coaches. Um, black Back in 2010-2011 season, there were 10 black coaches, which was cool. 2012-13 season, there were 14, which is I think has been like the highest it's ever been. That's almost half the league were coached by black guys. Then we started falling. 2014-15 season, there was only nine, and now there's only six coaches, which we have Alvin Gentry with the Pelicans, Doc Rivers with the Clippers, Nate McMillan with the Pacers, Dwayne Casey uh, with the Pistons, and Larry Drew, I guess you could count Larry Drew now, uh, with the Cavs, and then we got J.B. Bickerstaff with the Grizzlies. And let's be fair about this, and that's that's very low as far as Very low, coaching. man. We're only, we're just saying giving them a shot like what what is the protocol on how long they can cope like when do you fire someone because prime example of someone black being there a long time is doc rivers like let's not yeah and alvin gentry too alvin gentry too and alvin gentry too so it's not we just want to know what is the protocol and what are you expecting out of certain coaches like i i we think there should be more opportunity for African-American and black coaches yes. uh, it, and put them in a position for them to win. Like, don't, okay, uh, you want to give Larry Drew, Tyron lose. You know nothing good is going to come out of that. So when they continue to lose and go in a, di- uh, a downhill s- spiral, you're going to say, okay, Larry Drew, you've been relieved of all your duties as well. What do you want him to do? And I'm not saying, oh, just put a white guy there and then fire him, but – Right. What are you expecting these coaches to do? That's yeah, when they like, don't have a when they don't have a good product to put on the floor, or they don't have anything to work with, that, that's hard. You you got to give hard. the person time. 
you gotta give them time, man. You gotta give give somebody time. Give them give them an opportunity to show their skills. Uh, you know, like I mentioned, Avery Johnson. He, you know, he said, "Forget it. He's gonna go down to college and make an impact." And he's doing that at Alabama exactly. now. Yep. Like he he's an excellent coach. Yep. You just gotta give these guys an opportunity. Um, yeah. And we're not saying just because you're black you need a a coaching job because you know all. All coaches are not good coaches. It doesn't matter the race, but we're saying there should be more black coaches in the NBA. And and if they are black coaches, give them an opportunity to win or at least right, show right. their skill. Six games, that's a joke. That's that that's is a, a joke. Especially a joke, especially Come when on. you're expecting the same results as you got last year when LeBron James is not on your team. Come on, man. It was the and, same thing that it was the same thing that happened with Mike Brown. He was coaching how many games with the Lakers? Or oh when, man, when that they, was a joke. It was about five games in, and five Mike was at Chick Fil A. You saw him down there, right? Getting yep. an eight piece or something like that. So yep. I just, I, I just, you, you should be fair, um, especially with you. Your, your number says 78 percent African Americans. Mm-hmm. There should be more coaches. You know, more general managers, more trainers, more. Um, it would love to, owners would be amazing. I know Mike That's is out what, there. I, I was just going to touch on that too. I yeah, was going to say yeah. it, it. It honestly has to start at the top, man. Um, yeah. There's not a lot of owners that are black in professional sports, let alone the NBA. But it has to start at the top. There has to be guys to that. I feel like. If you're owning the team, like, yeah, you got to have money, but I also feel like you got to have some kind of knowledge of the game. Like, why not hire somebody like like uh, Patrick Ewing, who has been an assistant coach forever and right, never right. got a chance to be a head coach in the NBA, so now he's forced True. to go to college. Avery Johnson, like you mentioned before, he's proven that he's a good coach. He might be a little hard-nosed for these young, sensitive dudes, but he knows the game of basketball, but you forced him to go back to college. There's Mark Jackson, who his job was taken away from him after he built up a team that was trash to something uh, good. Like, granted, they they had Clay Thompson. Granted, they drafted Draymond Green, and uh, Steph Curry was starting to develop into the player that he is now. But Mark Jackson was that person that developed those guys and then they took the job away from him, and now Steve Kerr is getting all the glory for it. All the glory, and they won the next year. And I and I think uh, with that, that one is the most like just slap in the face. I mean, I mean, yeah. even if the even if the Warriors, they because they know the Warriors know, and it's no look. It could have been anybody. It could have been Dave Williams. That come in and replace him, and we were going to win way. anyways. Yeah, yeah. So it's nothing against Steve Kerr because Steve Kerr seems actually like a stand up guy. Like we like Steve. That's no. Yeah. I, I um, think I think off the camera, Steve would probably tell you like, yeah, man, Mark Jackson, he should get the credit. Like I just came of in, course. And- Cause, of course, like you said, anybody off the street could have just sat in that head. Look, you saw what happened. Luke Walton sat in that seat, and they damn near went undefeated while he was the coach, and he wasn't doing and- nothing. And that's why the Lakers, and that's why he's in the position he is with the Lakers. But exactly, people and fans, real basketball fans know, but people that don't know the game of basketball are expecting Luke Walton to do what he did with Golden State. And guess what, ladies Not and gentlemen? Not going to happen. 
you don't have those pieces. So, no. like, who are you kidding? You don't yeah. have those guys, so you're not going to see the same results if you don't have a Clay Thompson, a Steph, a Draymond, a Sean Livingston, an Iguodala, and a KD. It's just not going to happen. So, I just think the Warriors, they, did, they dropped the ball on that when they did that wrong because even presenting Mark Jackson with the ring at that next year, at a game that he's that he because he would have to commentate games. He he, he did the finals, <laughs> and I'm like, come on, man, you guys, you guys are something else. You know that this man had a lot to do with that. You can make one ring and say, hey, listen, we let you go, this and that, but we still want to salute you. Thank you for everything that you've done. They exactly. can do that. I know that's I know that's asking a lot, but that would be the right thing to do. It would just be the we're not saying all the rings, just that one championship. Just that one, yeah. Just Just the one directly acknowledge the man's um talent and what he did for your organization and what he did for your um your team. That's all. And Steph and those guys are probably right behind Steve, like, yeah, he he put all this together and we, you know, we just let him go for nothing. And, you know, unfortunately, people they quick they they forget when you're winning, they forget. So yeah, that's definitely true. It's a party right now out there um, in Golden State. But Mark Jackson, that bothers me every time I see him uh, without a job. And maybe at this point, he might not want to coach. But the way yeah. that they did it was so cold. That's all. Right, right. So cold. I mean, man. but but it's oftentimes like like they don't get a fair shot at these good jobs. It's just always a terrible situation. Mm-hmm. Like anytime yeah. there's a, I mean, I, I hate to bring the race card up, but every time there's a, uh, a vacancy, yes, of a, it, it's a bad team. Like I, I think back to when Chauncey was offered a, what is a general manager of the, the Cleveland, uh, Cavaliers, he knew LeBron was about to leave. So he would have inherited some crazy, terrible job and probably would have got fired right along with Tyrone Lou this season. So he made the right decision, but it just seems like, these owners have to make a concerted effort to try to do more as to giving these guys a better shot at staying in that job once they get there. But oftentimes they don't even get the the shot, you know, they don't get the shot. They don't, they don't get the shot. And what happens a lot of times is uh, they don't like to go against the grain, as you always mention. Right. So everybody's not like Popovich, who's going to bring in a Becky Ham to be yeah. on assistant and then soon she'll have her own team and be a head coach somewhere. People are scared. So it's yeah. the same thing. It's like, oh, I'm just going to go with what I'm used to or the norm, and that's just hiring certain, the same type of coaches who are around four or five years for the Kings and the Bulls and the Wizards, and they don't do much, and there's no change. And then they've been there six, seven years, and you're like, oh, they finally got fired. But then you have a coach that won the championship two years prior had a mediocre season, went to the finals with somebody, then comes back the following year, their their superstar is gone, and you fire him after six games. It's a slap in the face. I just I don't understand that. I really don't. Yeah, it's you, you it's, know? it's rough, man. It, it's it's yeah. definitely rough. But they, you know, the I, NBA should should make it a point to. I think in not just the NBA, all professional sports. You have the. I mean, I hate to bring this up, and I hate to say this, but the way I look at it. Like you have these sports nowadays, football and base and basketball, predominantly black players, mm-hmm. ownership all white. There's mm-hmm. hardly no black people up there. It's almost like 
the slave and the slave master kind of thing. I mean, I know we brought that up with the Colin Kaepernick situation, but it's just like, I mean, I know people may not be doing it intentionally, but that's just how it looks. Like you're not giving these guys opportunities um, in higher positions. Like, yeah, now in the NBA, they're starting to let these guys be GMs and they're starting to like wake up and see like, there's an advantage to hiring a guy that knows the game of basketball. Like Philadelphia just hired um, Elton Brand as their new general manager. I thought that was a dope move. Wish your boy right. James Jones. He's in Phoenix. With I mean, Phoenix stinks, but at least you know they're afforded these jobs and are being able to be promoted from within. But when it gets to coaching, it all stops, and that sucks. It does, and I think as you as you mentioned earlier, it starts from up top. So from trainers to general managers, we're not just saying coaching at this point. Just give brothers and it can be women an opportunity for as a trainer, mm-hmm. as a whatever a sit. Just put them in position to show their skill set and to prove themselves. And then they're like, okay, this this is a good coach. This is a good trainer. This is a right. good whoever, but referee or whoever it is, but if they don't even get an opportunity, it's like, damn, this is a big slap in the face. When you yeah. have guys that are not doing the jo- a good job, like the Kings coach and whatnot, I mean, there are a lot of coaches that are doing bad and they still have their jobs. This is all exactly. we're saying. Exactly. But, and they've never even been to the playoffs or to the finals yeah, or got like, coach of the year, like <laughs> you know? You- yeah, and then when the white then when the white guys get fired, they get a job so quickly. I, I I look at Mike Malone for example. He got fired from the Kings, and he got the Denver job right away. Yeah, and look at the Kings job. Who are a bunch of bums? No disrespect to anybody in Sacramento. It's all love, but he got he's in a better position after he got fired. Now you exactly. have Jokic, exactly. you got Jamal Murray, you have pieces and all these guys are under 24 years old and they I know they gave him at least 4 or 5 years and he's like let's slowly get this together. Let's slowly turn the table and try to get this team winning. So I just I I don't I don't understand that. Um so you know we like Dorian mentioned we just want to Bring it to everybody's attention. And a lot of people already know this, but we're just giving you our opinions and how we feel about it. And hopefully that we'll, in the next couple of years, we'll see more changes just, yeah, with oppor- yeah, man, just for just, opportunities. Exactly. That's all. Like I, feel like, I feel like having the league be 50-50 would be a great thing. I mean, Absolutely. if I had it my way, it would be more than 50% because you got to have somebody in that position that, relates to these guys i think if you have somebody in a position that can relate to these guys i think it brings more out of the player like if you have a dude there that is just going you know you know not pretend but he might know the x's and o's but he can't articulate you know and and speak to these guys in the language that they understand there's going to be a disconnect and i think you know, some of these white coaches, they're not understanding, you know, where these dudes are coming from nowadays. And we see in that product on the court and it's not working. And we're and we stress this enough. It's not all white coaches or no, we feel no, it's like not. it's just they have majority of the jobs. So that's why we keep bringing this up. I mean, if you 
made it 50-50 or at least 35%, 40%. That's a high number. We'll take that for now. Yeah. You 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 it also gives kids and people coming up more to see than, oh damn, I could maybe be a coach or a trainer yeah. or a referee or someone else aside from somebody just on the court because that's all they see. That's all they see. But if oh I could be an owner or a GM yeah. or whatever, you know, kids start to see that. So opportunity is everything and we we think there should be more jobs um For held sure. by African Americans and 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 um, brothers that are qualified, not just because yeah, they're. Yeah. We're not saying, but there are a lot of qualified black coaches that are not working, mm-hmm. uh, and they should be working. Absolutely, Mark Jackson should be working. Yep. Jason Kidd should be working. Yep. Well, Avery is working, but you know, I I, I think you. What about Byron Scott? What about Brian Shaw? Yeah, they're only good enough to be assistants, man. <laughs> that's sad man that's sad that i mean is. yeah and you know we just wanted to shed light on that i mean we could go on and on about it and just go yeah, around yeah, in circles yeah, about yeah, about yeah. it but we just thought it was important um as to to african-american young men ourselves like we just we just wanted to shed a light on that situation because it's not often talked about in mainstream sports media so Absolutely um not. so we just thought we would take this opportunity with the firing of Tyrone Lou to bring it up and have a, a conversation about it. That's all. And, and uh, Dorian hit it on the head. We just wanted you guys to know how we felt about it. And we just, more importantly than anything, it's just an opportunity. And we think certain people that are qualified, black, white, Asian, Latino, doesn't matter. They should have a fair shot mm-hmm. to do those positions uh, a post that you may and and we know the world is about who you know. So we yep. know Luke Walton. Yeah, I keep bringing you up, Luke, but it is what it is. Your dad got you that. You're the golden boy. I know you played with the Lakers. You didn't do much on the court, and there should be a time. There should be a a, a, a limit on how long you you're going to be there, regardless of win or lose. You 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 haven't. The Lakers look like crap right now. You got LeBron. You got Kuzma. You wanted to start Kuzma at center. What's really going on? You have no backup center. Right. I have to question a lot. You know. So I don't know, man. Uh, before we get out of here, I know you like giving gems, and I know you got a gem for the people. But oh we, yeah, it, <laughs> I st- I have a, a interesting coaching gem for you. So okay, I got five coaches that one coach of the. I'm sorry, five coaches. Yeah, that never that one coach of the year, but never won a championship. Mm. So, I don't even know if I know though. I'm about, I probably know like one. Okay. So all these coaches were coach of the year, and then the following year they got fired. Mm. First person, Dwayne Casey. Everybody knows that. Right. Toronto Raptors, um, 2017-2018. George Carl was the next coach. Denver Nuggets, 2012 to 2013. Pat Riley. Los Angeles Laker coach, uh, 1989 to 1990, and Dolph Shades uh, from Philadelphia 76ers, 1965 to 1966. I said five coaches. I only got four. I throw my I throw myself in there. Kyle Ross for the uh, <laughs> Drew League All Stars from 2015 2016. <laughs> but I got oh, four though. Those four coaches, um, one coach of the year, and then the following year did not return for their job. So I thought that, that was is crazy. It's pretty interesting right there, you know? So I got a fun fact too, man. Something funny that you'll laugh about. When I was younger, 
I thought Pat Riley was black for years. Like, no way. <laughs> I just, I don't know what it was with the slick back and being with the Showtime Lakers. I was young, like six, seven. I'm you like, thought he was like a light-skinned brother? I did. I don't know. What, I thought he was. I thought he was cut from like that Shalimar, that type of. Oh, you know, because uh, he had the swag though. That's. I mean, he, I, went, I, he I was understand. swagged out. I thought Pat Riley was black. I, I my mom told me never to tell the people that. I just let the world know. But it is what it is, man. That's my gym. Of course, I know you got one for the people. What you got, man? Pat Riley was Creole. <laughs> 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 oh man! Oh, oh nah, man. Okay, you go. So, <laughs> now I gotta hear about this for the rest of my life from you. <laughs> now, my, now my gym of the week uh, for this week was uh, Al Adels, um, who coached the Golden State Warriors against Casey Jones and the Washington Bullets in the 1975 Finals. Was the first time that two black coaches coached against each other in the NBA Finals. Wow! I just thought I, you know, bring it all together with that gym, because I don't think it's happened ever ever since then. So it could have happened with Tyrone Lou and and um, uh, Mike Jackson. Brown. No, Mike Brown when Steve Kerr was kind of, you know, when he was having those back issues. But I, you know, unofficially, um, it would that would have made it happen again. But I don't think it's happened ever since 1975. Well, I only said that because. If Mark Jackson was still coaching the Warriors and he met Ty Lue then uh, we last have year, that, yeah. we would have that gym. That's pretty dope. Casey Jones, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. my man Casey all the way from Boston. I used to hate his ass. Yeah, most people that are Laker fans did hate. I hated everything uh, green and white. And then yep. Larry Bird came out and I was, that's a bad guy. It don't matter race, nothing. That's a nope. bad boy. <laughs> so Larry Bird was a killer. Yeah, he's on my top five. Well, that's it, man. I think anything else you want to get to people since we gave them the serious coach talk of the, of the night? Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> this was a more of a like a, you know, we were just shooting from the heart, like just kind of something that's been weighing on us. Like we talked about it. We talk about it off off, off uh, mic all the time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was just fitting to do it this this episode, especially with, with Ty Lue uh, getting let go. And it's almost like, you know, you see um, another brother got fired. So it's and and not to mention that in the NFL, yeah, uh, with your boy uh, Hugh uh, in uh, Hugh Cleveland, Jackson. he yeah he got let go and he has a terrible team. Uh, and and now to pay Devil Devil's advocate on that, they gave him three years and they his did, record they did. his his record was awful. I looked at it and I couldn't. It was like it was, point eighty eight percent or something. Three, he was three and thirty six and one or something like that. So <sighs> he with, was waiting with the, for Josh Gordon to come back. He was, and then they also mentioned they didn't think, and they let they let the uh, offensive coordinator go as well, which yeah. is a white man. So, but they said they didn't think that the development of Baker Mayfield moving forward, being a franchise player, it wasn't fast enough. And I guess what Hugh was running, and it, there was a lot of tension in the locker room. So, mm. um. You know, that kind of is what it is. It's in every sport. We just yeah. want to see more opportunity. And the last thing about that, the Dodgers just lost the World Series. Yeah. And now they're talking about letting Dave Roberts go, who took them to the World Series last year and also this year. I mean, well, the man is not out there pitching and batting. What do you want him to do? Right. He can, yeah. he can only prepare them so much. They got to go out there and swing the bat. 
They got to perform. Matt Kemp, where are you? You ain't been the same since Rihanna took, you know, took you out on a couple of dates, you know? <laughs> Pui, what's up? You do a, come on, man. You do all that talking, and he, he, and he does not perform when it counts. So, and I just, sucks, like you man. said, it's along all sports. Um, we'll see moving forward, hopefully, that this talk that we gave you guys, um, some of the listeners, um, you guys can tweet us and this will impact people moving forward, man. Hopefully we get some new coaches out there. Yeah, man. Hopefully, hopefully that this downward trend at the NBA is going on stops this year and we see an upward trend again uh, with the NBA and the coaches over, over all the leagues, honestly, mm-hmm. maybe except for hockey. Cause uh, it's not a lot of brothers. I mean, no, not discrediting the, the brothers up in Canada that play hockey, but, uh, I don't think it's a black. It's been a black coach in the NHL. Well, I think the weather has a lot to do with it, brothers. Don't <laughs> like that cold weather. So for you to stand, it's one thing to be out there on the ice because you will heat up going back and forth. But for you to stand in the suit in that cold, <laughs> not unless Steve Harvey got some mink coats or mink suits, they're not doing it. So we won't see any brothers anytime soon coaching hockey. Oh man! But yeah, that's all we got for y'all this week, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, listen, uh, you guys already know uh, hardwoodbrand.com is our website. You can catch our apparel on there. Uh, please grab hats and shirts, anything we have left on the site. We appreciate everybody that supports us from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, we're on YouTube. We got a couple videos up. Please follow us, subscribe to our podcast, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Snap and SoundCloud. And uh, we're also on all the best social media platforms, which will be Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So, Yes, sir. Uh, you guys leave a comment. Please uh, continue to follow us on this journey. We, we appreciate everybody. Uh, I'm signing off. Old Man Ross, Air Maxes and Sweatsuits. It's your boy D. Hilly. We out of <laughs> here, man. <laughs> you, that's so hilarious that you just don't have no AK. You just wig it. I love it, man. Yeah, man. Um, I, I got to. I know you do, man. All right, man. Well, y'all know what to do. Spread love and not hate. Get in the gym. Shoot some jumpers. At least about eight. All right, man. Y'all be safe. Enjoy the rest of your night. We love y'all. Peace.